0: I love the book of Esther, praise the Lord, and I'll try to bring things to a close on it, praise God. Father, I pray, God, that you would speak to our hearts this morning, Lord, speak to our minds, speak to our spirit. God, you want to speak to us through this book here, Father, unveil, unlock, Lord, some truths here, that when we leave here, Lord, after listening to your word, we'll be a better person. I thank you, Lord, for the praise and worship. I thank you, Lord, for the giving time, but it's nothing like hearing the word of the Lord. Thank you, God. Speak to us, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated. If you look at the book of Esther, chapter four, we look at verse 14. Esther already has been put into position, or they've been preparing her to be that queen. But on the latter part of chapter 4, verse number 14, the scripture says, Yet who knows, Esther, whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. I entitled my message this morning as, Such a time as this, I really believe that we're living in the most such a time like this in our lives, most especially for the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. This book is a tremendous book as how God intervenes with His people, with His people, and God is still doing it today. He used people; He would position them at the right place. And at the right time. And with Mordecai, he's Esther's uncle, or Esther Hanai dad. And Esther, and also he positioned Esther, he said, I will position you and will ordain you to be part of what I'm trying to accomplish at this time, at their time. We know that Israel is being the apple of his eye, and it still is. And the covenant that he has made with who now? Say with me, Abraham. Isaac and Jacob. And no matter how much they would try to destroy or exterminate the Jews, God will always intervene. You need to go deep in this book here from chapter 1 to chapter 10 and you'll know, you know what I'm talking about. But don't you think today we still face the same thing? How Iran is now positioning herself and to destroy the nation of Israel. There in the United Nations, Prime Minister Abhinad said, Israel, this is his full saying, he said, Israel should no longer exist. And yet America is still wanting to do a nuclear treaty with them to the place where we would give Iran the upper hand. It's wrong move, President Obama. It's a wrong move. The bottom line is this. We can't really trust them, and I really believe that we're on a brink. Uh, we're on a brink of total Jewish extermination. But I, all I know is this: that God is going to intervene. Everybody say Amen. We see a hatred of Christians. You've seen it. The hatred of America. Okay, and and I must say that it is getting worse with the Islam with the Islamic extremists. You've seen it on television, ISIS, okay, they say ISIS in America is picking up its, its speed, its ground in all 50 states, all right? And we need to be aware of that at this very moment. We see Bokan Haram and others that are the, 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 pe- the, the extreme kind of people, again, hate the Jews, they hate Christians, and they hate America. And it's very prevalent today, Okay? And to the place when you know, things would happen, they would call themselves the Lone Ranger. They would act by themselves. They would act alone, but they would kill by the masses. And it would be right in our backyard. Even with this train wreck that occurred a few days ago, we don't know what, if there was a ter- a terrorist attack here. We don't know. But again, you know, things are happening with the is, is, Islamic extremists that is now happening in America right now. And I could say this. America is no longer a safe place. Most especially when we have an open borders at the bottom, there, you know, there with Texas and California and Arizona, it's it's a wide gate, it's a wide open borders for them, you know, for the extremists to, you know, I mean, to to, to move forward or, or to come to USA, you know, right within that area. So it is no longer a safe place, church. But I believe, church, in the midst of what's happening before our eyes, I really believe that God is calling you. God is calling the church one more time. As much as he called Esther, he will call you to the scene in Jesus' name. Amen? So we look at the book of Esther and how it can apply for you and me today. Can we turn once again to the book of uh, Esther, chapter 1, verse 11? We see here there's a calling by the king. Okay? Ahasuerus. To position, he wanted to show off Queen Vesta. All right. Let me get back to it. I closed my Bible. Poor thing, I closed my Bible. All right. So anyway, since he wanted to bring Vesta, and I mean, King Hazors was through, I mean, he was throwing a big party, and so immediately Queen Queen Vesta she threw on a party before the king. He said, but. King Ahasuerus said, bring Queen Vashti before the king wearing her royal crown in order to show her her beauty to the people and the officials, for she was beautiful to behold. That was the request of King Ahasuerus to bring, hey, queen, I want to show you to the people because you're beautiful and you're, and you're, and you're very beautiful to behold. But look at verse number 12, all right? Queen Vestai refused to come at the king's command, brought by his eunuchs therefore, and the king was furious, and his anger burned with anger. Queen Vestai refused to come at the king's command. And I would say today, is King Jesus making that same call today for you and me? Is the bridegroom for his bride, it is saying he said, why don't you come? And if you come, you'll be blessed. But but if you don't come, I believe that the the king in itself it will, be, will be heartbroken. But if you say yes, I believe he can turn it around. And he will woo, and he will draw, and he will bring, and he loves to bring you in. But many today, the church does not want to come and to be a part of what God is doing in his kingdom. He said, if I'll come, the church would say today, you and I would say, let me come on my way. Let me come on my terms. So, so many times we would say, let me come in a religious way. Amen. I thank God in being, being a Christian. We don't serve God in a religious way. We serve a God that is alive, and we serve him with full-hearted and whole-hearted in Jesus' name. Amen. So when we come to him and say, God, I don't want to be like a Queen Vestal," You need to say that. She refused to come, and it really, break the, it really broke the king's heart, okay? But in the book of Esther, even though Queen Vestal said no, God will always intervene. And God will always have a bigger plan. Everybody say bigger plan. He will always prevail, and most especially for the salvation for his people. Once again, he used Mordecai, Esther's uncle, and also Hadassi Esther, to be part of the bigger picture. I thank the Lord that somehow when a church refuses, when Vesta refuses, when we would refuse to come when God is calling, God has always something bigger and better for the next step. Amen? You can't outdo God, amen? No matter matter how you try it, you can't outdo Him, okay? Look at the book of Esther, chapter 2, verse number 7. Let's turn to that, please. Something has to happen. Here we have the coming now of Queen Esther. Esther, chapter 2, verse number 7. And Mordecai had brought up Hadassah, that is Esther. Everybody say Esther. His uncle's daughter... For she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. In Hawaii, would say the Hawaiian way would say, "That is now my hanai daughter." Amen. And I love my Hanai daughters in this church church here throughout the years, and one of them is Clover. <laughs> Clover, the one that prayed here today. I mean, she is so special, amen. She is married to a wonderful man of God, Jason, hallelujah. And you know, it, it, it's so Hanai to, to, to the place where uh, their son was born, I believe, April 17th. 14th, see I thought it was 14th. <laughs> and our son was born on April 19th. and it something? That close? Now Gracie, okay. Shia. Now Gracie was born on November 20, November 20th, right? Grace? Yeah. You gotta see, yeah, okay. Alright. But Shia, she was born. November, I, I, I have to get this right, 22, 21. But again, you know, do you see how close that is? When God would give you like Hanai daughter, amen? And I thank God that our Hanai daughter is still serving the Lord. And one of these days, them too will become great pastors for the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, let's give the Lord a hand for Pastor Jason and, and Clover and the family. Wow, praise the Lord. I'm looking forward for that day and it's coming, all right? But look at verse 9. Because I believe that God had to position another person. God had position another queen because that, that one refused. And like I said, so many times today when when, God would, when the bridegroom would call his church to come forth, the bridegroom, the bride does not respond to God's ruling, to God's calling. And God said, okay, if you don't respond, I'll go, with, I'll go to someone else. And again... It is a very dangerous place to be because God will woo you. He will tug you hard. I mean, He would just love to bring you in because He wants to, Because He wants to show you off to the world and say, "Oh, this is my, you know, this this is my son. This is my daughter. They love God. They love Jesus. They're so on fire. They're so involved in the work of the Lord." Come on, show yourself off to the world of who God is. Amen. But many refuse because they don't want to go through the process. Everybody say process. Verse 9. Chapter 2, verse 9. Now the young woman pleased him, and she obtained favor. So he readily gave beauty preparations to her because besides her allowance, okay, you know, she just, <laughs> the king said, let me, you know, they're saying, the eunuchs would say, let me go ahead and prepare Esther, okay, to be, to be such a queen, to Queen Ahasuerus. Then, then and then they would say, then seven choice of maidservants were provided for her from the king's palace, and he moved her and the maidservants to be the best place in the house of the woman. God had his hands on Esther. Ah, this is the one. Yes, beautiful. Beautiful on the outside, but beautiful on the inside. So, so the king would say, let's go ahead and prepare her to be the queen. Are you with me? That's how God would do and God would woo to his church here. Look at verse 10. Let's, further, let's keep on going on. Here's Esther had not revealed her people or family, for Mordecai had charged her not to reveal it. So many times when God has a plan, as we look at this, they were, I mean, they were ready to, I mean, they had a plan to exterminate the Jews. But such a time as this, God is saying, you know, God is saying, Mordecai and Esther, do not reveal, especially you, do not reveal yourself yet because as they would exterminate their plans to do so, But Esther, I will use you to bring salvation to the Jews. I thank God that God always go a step ahead for the salvation of his people. Amen? So we look at verse 10 and verse 11. And every day Mordecai placed in front of the court of the women's quarters to learn of Esther's welfare and it was happening to her. Verse 12. And each woman turned and came to go into the king Ahasuerus after she had completed 12 months of preparation according to the regulations for the woman. For thus were the days of her preparation. Upon six months were oil of myrrh, and six months with perfumes and preparation for beautifying woman. Whoa! All they wanted to do is to, for Esther is to prepare, 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 prepare. Because you will be the beautiful queen, to King Ahasuerus. Amen? But what is God saying to us? In verse 17, But the king loved Esther more than all the other women, and she obtained grace in his favor, and his sight more than all the virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vestai. For the one that refused... I believe that she best I chose, second best. But I really believe in God's plan and God's timetable, the Queen Esther would be the one whom God is going to prepare for the throne to be next Queen Esther, because God always moved a step ahead. The king loved her very much. So I would say this. Is King Jesus, our bridegroom, calling his bride one more time, amen, you and me, are you willing to be the Queen Esther? Are you willing to go through the preparations with the washing and, and also and with the oil, just like what Queen Esther is going to do, most especially from within? Are you willing to allow the Holy Spirit to work a deep work inside of you through the process of sanctification, through the process of setting things apart, through to the process of being pure and holy before God? Are you willing to be a Queen Esther? When Queen Esther would look at when when King Esther would look at you, hey, this is my bride and she is willing to go through the process because I really believe that God is working still is working with the church today to be the Queen Esther. Amen. But are you willing to be like a Queen Esther to be prepared just like her? Why church? Listen to me. Why? Why we have to be the bride that's without spot or without wrinkle? Why we need to go through the process of being sanctified? Why we need to be purified? Why we need to be, it takes a process for us to be with. Why do we need Acts 29? Why do we need the World Changes Bible College? Why do we need the trials and time difficulties? I really believe that when we go through all of that, I really believe that God is making the bride to be the bride. Amen? Be the bride. Be the bride, just like a Queen Esther. Listen to me, church. In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, 16, 15. You know, the only thing that God has today to show off to the world really is the church. Say with me, I'm the church. Not only the church, but you're the bride. Amen? That's the only thing that God has. And in the Word of God, it speaks a lot about the church. In Matthew 16, 15, you don't have to turn through that. He said, through my church, you will be built. Amen. God's going to build you. And look what the Word of God said. And the gates of hell shall not come prevail against you in Jesus' name. The church. The bride. Like a Queen Esther. Matthew 16, 19, he said, I will church. He said, the church. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. He gave us keys here, church. I want the keys. Keys to unlock. Amen. Keys to be all what God has called us to be. Keys to, I mean, keys to, you know, if, if, if there's a person that's sick, I, I got the keys. What Jesus has given me is that the keys that I can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover in Jesus' name. Amen. And the keys that to those that are bound, and then that it is on drugs, and maybe I mean and to be an I alcohol. Mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're an alcoholic. God has given me the keys where I can in that authority they say in Jesus' name, alcohol must go, drugs must go in the name of Jesus. He gives us the keys of the kingdom to set people free, church. Are you with me? God has given us the keys, all right, to be the church, to be the bride. Matthew 28, verse number 18, he said, All authority, say with me, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Jesus is saying, In that authority, you need to tap in that, that authority for salvation. Amen. Tap in that authority for deliverance in Jesus' name. Tap in that authority for healing. That is what he's given to the church today, and that's how he wants to prepare you, church. All right? Book of Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. He said, you shall receive power. Everybody say power. That authority. He said, all the adequacies that you would need when the Holy Spirit come upon you. And he said, you need to take the gospel to Judea, to Samaria, and to the outermost part of the earth. And you need to take the gospel to all of Kauai, all of Hawaii, and all of the nations of the world. Amen? Amen? As God began to work with you as he would work with Queen Esther, especially for his church. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22. Look what it says to the church. And he put all things under his feet. And he gave him to, to, to be the head over all things to who now? To the church. Amen. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. You know, the Lord spoke to me but maybe two or three weeks ago he said in all of you reading you need to get back into the gospels the gospel is what now say with me Genesis Exodus come on you, you must all know it let's go come on out loud out loud let's, let's go the gospels go ahead One more time. Yes. Get into the Gospels. All that Jesus did during his 33 years, most especially his last three years on earth, Jesus was speaking to me. He said, you can do it. You can do it. Didn't Jesus say in his word that we shall do greater works? Because he goes to the Father. Everybody say, Amen. Are we doing greater works? Not better than him, but 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 we need the, the quantity of it, of his works. Are we doing it through our lives? In that authority? Think about them. Jesus walked on water. He did, right? Amen. Five loaves and two fishes. Jesus was just like you and me, like passions like you and me, church. Born of a Virgin Mary. Never did sin, amen. Five loaves and two fish, and, and, and then he fed 5,000 men only with five bread and two fishes. And he would say, Father, he said, first of all, Jesus said, sit them all in categories, five, 10, 20, whatever it is. But that was only men only. But if you would add the wives and the ladies and the children, that day Jesus would have fed 10,000 people. 10,000. Can we do just that? Get back into the Gospels. Get back into the Gospels. See, the problem is this, church, and uh, this is something wrong because the church does not believe who you are in him. Amen. There is no life. There is no power. There is no authority. Yes, we come to church, but do what Jesus would do. That's why follow us when we go to third world countries like the Philippines so we can see miracles to to take place in and through your life. Amen. But read the Gospels. Read the Gospels. Because I believe that we serve a Jesus that is alive, saved me, today, yesterday, and forever. Stopping in your tracks right now. Are we doing it? That's why I really believe that as much as God will call Esther, the king will call Esther, God is calling his church, church, come, tuck in with me, hide with me. Because I want you to move in the miracles. I want you to move in the signs. I want you to move in the wonders. I mean, I man, I believe that many of you have miracles to the place where you get nothing, then all of a sudden you get something. Amen. Many of you would, would be sick and like you know I was I was lying in the, in a hospital bed, you know, with, with a real sore back, and and um, and then the ambulance had to had, had 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 to pick me up at the house, and you know, been in bed for about a whole week, and. I asked the doctor, I said, doctor, there's nothing changed in my body, but I knew you as a church were praying for me then. They were praying for me there with Wilcox. And so, so I said to the doctor, I said, doctor, I need to go to Honolulu because there's nothing changed. But I thank God for prayers. Amen. Thank God for miracles. Doctor said to me, come off the bed. I said, who, me? Okay, come off the bed, and first thing came to my mind was, Whoa, I can stand. Okay? Okay? And then she said to me, I want you to step toward, take two steps, and the uh, two steps towards me. So I, I said, One, two, and I said to myself, Whoa, I can walk with no pain in the back. Everybody say, Amen? So I said, Doctor, do you mind if, if I take up, you know, do you mind if I walk the corridors? Okay. So I so so I so I grab hold of my IV and, and I just walked the corridors and I went down and I came up and then finally I you know I came back to the I said, Doctor, can I go home? And the doctor said, Go on home. I serve a God of miracles. Amen. But that's the kind of Jesus that we're serving today. But he wants to do it through you, church. He wants to reveal it to you. And all you got to do is to believe who you are in Jesus. Amen. So one more time, church. You need to get back into the Gospels. Amen. Be like an Esther. Be like what the bride of God has called you to be, church, and don't look at yourself more than just, just a religious thing, but say, God, I'm on fire for you, God. I can raise the dead, God. I can open blind eyes in Jesus' name. I can feed the masses with only five loaves and two fish. Do you know that God wants to use you just like that? Do you really believe that? Yes, he can, but it's up to you if you're going to believe, Not amen. Chapter 3, Ephesians 21. To him be glory by the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever. And Ephesians 5 27. The church, like an Esther, that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but she should be holy and without blemish. And that's the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen if we would become like a Queen Esther. Amen? But in the meantime, church, in the book of Esther 2, there's also a Haman. What do I mean, a Haman? Turn with me in your Bibles to chap- chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. We heard of Mordecai. We heard of Esther. Look at a Haman. When, when Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow or pay him homage, Haman was filled with wrath. Verse 6, but he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for he, for they had told him of the people of Mordecai. Instead, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews who were throughout the whole kingdom of Hazareth and the people of Mordecai. Haman, I call him the type of the devil. Okay, all right. Anytime when you're determined to move on with God, when you would say, I like to be a queen Esther, I like to go through the process. God, as I read the Gospels, oh Lord, I can be used of you, Lord, with the signs and the wonders and the miracles. Anytime you're determined to do that in and through your life, the enemy will come in and lie to you. He would say, no, it's for yesterday, but it's not for you today. Am I right? Am I right? So the devil would steal, he would kill, and he would destroy. Amen. But you need to know, 2,000 plus years ago, the enemy, the devil, has been defeated in Jesus' name. Amen. He cannot thwart your plans. No him, he can take it away from you, church. Are you with me? Furthermore, as you go on with the scripture, for it pleases the king. You're going to see that. And what do I mean, church? You're going to see as you're reading, As turn with me, please, to Esther chapter 1, verse 19. And you're going to look if it pleases the king. 19, if it pleases the king, let a royal decree go out from him and let it be recorded in the laws of the Persian and, 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 and the Medes. Okay, if it pleases the king. Look at Esther chapter 5 and verse number 4. Let's turn to that, please. All right, verse 4. So Esther, so Esther answered, If it pleases the king, let the king and let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I've prepared for him. So he's saying that if it pleases the king, okay, you have my request, King Esther Harris, would you answer my request? Look at Esther chapter seven, verse number three. Then Queen Esther and he said, I have found favor in your sight, O King. And if it pleases the king, everybody say if it pleases the king. He said, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. If it pleases the king, all right, favor will follow. Chapter 8, verse number 5. And it says, if it pleases the king, and if I found favor in his sight, and a thing seems right to the king, I'm pleasing in his eyes, Let it be written, and so on and so on. If it pleases the king, you will find favor. And the book of Esther, chapter 9, verse number 13. Let's turn to that, please. Then Esther said, verse 13, If it pleases the king, let it be granted to the Jews, who are too to do again tomorrow. Just what do I mean, if it pleases the king? If it pleases the king. If it pleases the king, if it pleases King James, if it pleases the Lord you will find favor. Amen? Remember on Jesus' baptism, to be baptized by John the Baptist, as soon as he came out of that water, heard a voice from heaven. He said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So what I'm trying to say here, do you live a life that is pleasing to God on a daily basis? Do you live a life that if it pleases the king, say, God, am I pleasing your heart today? Am I pleasing your heart today by, by being what all what you have called me to be, Lord? Because if it pleases the heart of the Father, favor will follow. Who wants favor from God? But are you pleasing his heart today? If it pleases the king, God so desire. if you live a life that is well-pleasing. Unto him, Amen. So I would say this in closing: the way how we're living, and God is saying to you and me today, who knows whether you have come to this kingdom for such a time like this? And I really believe that God is saying that. But are you a Queen Vestai, or are you a Esther? Which one of you? Okay. When God begins to call you, would you say no to God, especially on his calling upon your life? Okay? Or you would say yes, Lord, and willing to go through the process with the oil and the myrrh and so on to be prepared to become the bride or become the queen for King Azra, But oh, most especially become the bride for the Lord Jesus. Which one are you? Are you Vesti Or are you Queen Esther? Which one are you? I really believe that I believe that God is saying, in order to hook up correctly, we need to please His heart and to become that church and to become that bride. Amen. You want to please Him? Become that church, become that bride. And say, God, I'm living in such a time like this at this very hour, Lord, so that Lord, so that you can show me off to the world. Amen. And God, whatever process that I need to go through in my life, whatever trial that, you know, you know, that will come through my life, Lord, let me pass the test. Amen. Whatever difficulty I would go through in life, God, let me pass the test. And Lord, in everything that I do on a daily basis, God, let me please your heart. Amen. And you would do that like a Queen Esther. Let God work with you. There's a process here, amen, because I really believe that God is calling today. God is calling his bride. God is calling. God is wooing. God is saying, come, 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 because I want to work with you. Because as, as I would work, as you would go through the process, not rebel, not in a religious way, God is saying, then and only then, I can show you off to the world that you're different as compared to the world that's out there. We got to be different, church. Amen? We got to be different in our speech. We got to be different in our conduct. We, we got to be different in our character. We got to be different in our attitude. Amen? Because I want God to use us, to use you and me, the church and the bride, to show off to the world. But so many times, God, when God begins to deal with our lives, we say, no. I don't want God to go through the process. So we serve the Lord in a religious way. I hate religion. How about you? I want something that's life. Amen. Something that's with joy. Amen. And it's more than just coming to church. Hey, church, we don't have much time left. Are you with me? The bridegroom is coming for his bride. And we're the bride. And God is saying, church, rise to be the bride. I want to show you off to the world. Be what God, uh, be what I've called you to be and to do. Amen. God needs to change our hearts. Someone could go to the piano, please. Hallelujah. And close with this praise God. Thank you, Father. Oh, just put your hands upon your hearts right now. Thank you, Father. God is wanting to do something today. God is wanting to do something today, most especially with His church. Hallelujah. That the church remove move all of the signs and the wonders and the miracles. Amen. That the church removing move in that authority. Hallelujah. That the church would be, you know, that glorious church without spot or wrinkle. And church, the church ought to be more like a Queen Esther today. It was her time. But my time today is to please the bride, the soon coming bridegroom speak to the hearts God talk to the Lord right now hey Lord am I am i pleasing unto you if it pleases the king do I please your heart on a daily basis Lord you can by being obedient by being disciplined Say yes to that call of God upon your life. Would you do that, church? Say yes to that wooing upon your life at this hour. Say yes, God. Whatever you need to do in my life, Lord. Whatever you need to change in my life, God. Change it, God. In my speech, in my conduct. Whatever it takes, God, for me to share the gospel with someone that needs you, Lord. Because you said to go, Lord, and preach the gospel to every creature. Whatever it takes, God. Just do a work, God. Do a work, God. Talk to the Lord right now. Remember, the king loved Esther he loved Esther. Also remember, if this would please you, God, and I believe Esther would not do the things that would would not please him, next thing you know, favor would come. This is a year of favor, church. But we need to be well pleasing unto him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You see their hearts, God. You see their lives. God, let us be the church you've called us to be, Lord. The glorious church without spot or wrinkle, Father. Forgive us, Lord, at times you're like a queen vestal, or we say no, no to your dealing no to your promptings forgive us Lord for walking this life where there's no life but we serve you in a religious way God hates religion but he wants living relationship with him to be on fire thank you Lord thank you Father in a few moments, we'll have an altar corner. I like to pray for every single one of you. But before we do it, because I really believe that God wants to move in a power. Amen. God wants to touch people. God wants to heal people. God wants to deliver people. Amen. God wants you to be like a Queen Esther. Amen. God wants you to be the bride. Everybody say, Amen. He wants to reveal His power. He wants to touch lives. He wants to heal lives today. He wants to do it, church. He wants to do it. Lift up your hands before the Lord right now. Say, God, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Say, God, here I am, Lord. I commit myself unto you, Lord. God, I give myself unto you, God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll be touched by him. He wants to move in that power. He wants to move in that anointing. If this is you, and you want to be prayed with this time, I want you to walk the aisles right now. Just walk the aisles. Come to the front right now. i like to pray with you. i like to pray for you. Amen. I want you to come. Just come to the front right now. I want to be like a Queen Esther. I want to be like a bride. I want you to come, church. Hallelujah. Come. Just get up from your seat right now. Let me go ahead and lay hands on you right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father